Blog Talk Radio. Trust that you 
also granted the help to those who are supporting us financially and those who are doing so otherwise. Be grateful for everything that's done for us. Thank you, Lord, for all your blessings. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, Matrix, good morning. I know you have just a few moments with us, but the folks always want to hear your voice. Good morning. How are you? How is Mama Bobsy? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Mr. Francis, Mr. Dennis, and Ms. Ivor. How are you guys doing this <laughs> We are well. Now, better yet, we are hearing you, and um, you're going to give us a good report about what's happening in your neck of the woods, weather-wise, and um, you're still on the land of the living, so that's a good thing. Yes, weather-wise, it's sunny, bright. I'm not too sure the um, degrees. I think it's in the 40s right now, and very chilly. In the home front, everybody is doing fairly okay, but we are blessed. Because as you say, we are both among the living. So we are thankful for that. And everything else is going on so good so far, thank God. And well, to God be the glory. audience are having a beautiful morning so far. So stay blessed, stay safe, and enjoy what about to happen to you today. Mm. All right, thank you for that. Stay warm, and we'll try to um, keep you as warm as we could. And uh, we know if you're not getting us live, you'll get it to the archive, and I know that you would really, really enjoy what we have in store for you today. Um, give our regards okay. to Mama Bobsy. We know she has the, a big toe, the toe that she's trying to um, soothe, with your help, Still of course. <laughs> Yes, still nursing it. Still nursing it. Okay. We're going to upgrade it to doctoring it. How about that? No knives. Okay. No, <laughs> no knives. No knives. <laughs> no knives. And now we're going to turn to the illustrious one who is in his PJs at this time. It's after six in his neck of the woods. He's going to give <laughs> a good account of himself. Mr. Dennis Heat, put some heat in the place. Ooh, we need that. Morning, Dennis. You're muted. All right. Uh, I think he's, he's trying to have a, a, a dream there, but we'll, we'll get back to Dennis. I know he, he would not be too far away. He's dedicated to the show. But we'll say good morning to Phil. Hey, good morning to everyone. Um, you want I I hear a female voice. Who is it? That's Matrice. Matrice? Yeah, Matrice. Oh, oh yeah, because she said well. the 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 uh, the it is forty degrees. That's one thing. Yes. <laughs> In the oh, city that big that they have to name it twice. New York, New York. <laughs> She's, yes, she's yes, one of them yes. that will never go hungry. There's always an apple to to to, to yes. be fed on. Yeah, and a yes. big apple, a big yes. big big apple. So how are you doing, Phil? How 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 was your week? Uh, well, I <coughs> everything is going very well. Very good. Very. I'm good. trying to finish and my degree. 
but um, what is happening is I cannot make contact with the professors. You know, they they made a desperate effort two days ago. So, but um, I okay. have well, <coughs> I have. Um, Hold you in, Phil. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. I know you want to say good morning to Linus as well. She's listening over there. In yeah. Texas, so. Yeah. I know. Oh, Lord, hear that? Yeah. Okay, let me not rain <laughs> on the parade. It's all yours, and we have another call. So, quickly, you can say hello, and I'll I'll, I'll get back to you. We have another call coming in. All right. Okay. okay. Now, go ahead and say good morning to her. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Good morning, Phil. How are you? Fine, oh. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we missed you last week. We missed you. We missed you last oh, week. What happened to you? I was sleeping and waking and sleeping and waking. Oh, when I was, when I when I was wide awake, I realized uh-huh. it was after twelve. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> anyway, happy to hear your voice. And yesterday she she was wishing you happy men's day yesterday as well. It's not too late oh, to, yeah? to Yes, Lynette, I don't know. She's all about my film, my film. She wore it all week, but <laughs> well, she can speak first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you uh, really jealous, advocate. <laughs> Oh, yes, there was Men's Day. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Men's Day yesterday? Yes, oh, yes. Day. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, nobody said it. We didn't hear anything about it. Oh, you see, that's what we do for men. But when it, when Mother's Day and everything, you know, but no, no, no. Yes, it was Men's Day. And I made sure I posted it. And I got my, my accolades and all the good stuff. So eat your heart out. Well, let's see if we can get Dennis on. And if not, Leon's going to try to get him in the back room there. He's at the yeah. main studio. Okay. So, Dennis, are you okay. with him? We want to hear, hear the folks before we really get into the swing and sick of things. Okay, Leon, you'll have to do some work. Well, I, w- I will, yeah. call, back. I will okay. call back a little later, but I won't listen. Okay, but good morning, Dennis. Um, good morning. I have my gardener here, and he's going to make some noise with the machine. Don't let him see you, Don't go too far. Don't go too far. Good morning. Oh. Good morning. Oh, hi, Leon. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Leon. Good morning. I didn't get a chance to say good morning to Murtries and Leon and Dennis and Iva. But, you know, I had to say oh, morning yeah. to Phil first. Good morning. But that's good morning to Phil. That's good. Leonard, I see Phil is on, so you don't remember us, so, but it's okay. We still love ah. you. <laughs> ah. Okay, well, I think I, I think we have Dennis with us now. Let let us see if we can let the world hear him, hear his voice. He's in his PJs yeah. okay. at this time. Good good morning, Dennis. How are you? Good morning to you, Ivor. Good morning, Leon, Lynette, Merchant. Good morning, Dennis. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very good morning. Happy, very happy to be with the group again today. It's out here in Southern yeah. California. It's just like Lynn and um, Murchis has indicated, my temperatures are ch- chilly, 45 degrees. But, of course, wow, this is sunny. Wow. 
California and I expect that uh, by the time the sun really gets up there, we'll be back up there in the high 70s. Um, okay. Of course, today. I yeah, know. we, we got nice yeah. weather too. It's nice and kind of overcast. Sun is a little bit out, but it's, it's cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice and cool. Yeah, I like we, it. I'm up. We, we, we have 52. We have 52. Uh, okay. I, oops, I wanted to tell Liam that I'm up extra early with less sleep because I wanted to see his beloved Chelsea, who started oh. in much, much early today. I'm ready. Yeah, it's gone three goals up. Oh, goodness. Boy, boy, oh, boy. Chelsea has to get a, I've had to, to stop beating people so badly, man. <laughs> They're too hard to handle. <laughs> okay, well, um, with that, folks, you know, we're going to be having our usual three hours, things for you, and in the first hour, you know, we normally give you something to inspire you. So, so we're going to put some folks on mute there because we're having some rumbling in the back, not within our broadcast standards. So, folks, if you're not speaking, we're going to ask you to just mute yourself, you know, and um, so that we don't have that rumbling. That way you can always bring yourself back in. Okay, I think it would have gone now. Well, of course, we have the, something to inspire you, whether it's in song, in words, or whatever you you, you desire to inspire you, yeah. we can have that for you in the first hour. Um, at 9.30, of course, we're going to have a book of the Bible. Leon would have something for you, so stand by for that. And um, at 10 o'clock, Leon would take off his robe, he'd put on his sporting gears, and he will tell us what's happening in the wide world of sports in terms of and regional sports, mainly cricket, but football is on. His favorite team, Chelsea, is in business at this time, so I'm sure we're going to get something on that. Um, Dennis, too, is going to bring us up to speed with what's happening um, in and around um, the minor and major leagues here in the US of A. And, of course, New Zealand taking on India. I'm sure he's going to give us something briefly on that. And, of course, he'll remind us where we will be in full force on tomorrow's proceeding and at what time, Leon, of course, will tell us we have something special for you tomorrow as well. Come say about 11 o'clock in the morning. Of course, we have birthdays, anniversaries, and events that would have taken place on this date in history. Compliments Mr. Audley Watson. Cardinal comes in to, to, to um, apprise us of that. And, of course, we will hear... Musical interludes, we'll have a topic, we'll have whatever concerns us, we will be bringing that to you. And as, like I said before, you too can be a part of the program, 515-605-9850. Once again, I want to say good morning, good morning to one and all. But before we get into the thick of things, we have to find out about the first lady over there in Tallahassee, Leon. Well, your, nothing, your more, nothing more to report except to say she's stable, she's doing well. We hope that she would have had some more improvement, but we are so grateful she's all right. Wasn't as bad as a couple of weeks ago, and 
I'm so grateful that you love for eating and smiling and say a few words. And we're grateful for that. So thanks for all the prayers and support that I've gotten over the, the last month. And I'm so grateful for God's help and your blessings. He has made a tremendous comeback. I hope it will continue. So that's it for my end. All right. Very well. You know, she's in our prayers. And, of course, we'll always remember here, especially on the Saturday morning, knowing that she would have loaned you to us. And she was conscious when she did that. So in spirit and I'm sure in her mind, although she's not saying it verbally, she approves of you being here with us. Well, let me jump the gun and say happy birthday to the United States of America President, Mr. Biden. He turns all of 79 today, so I'm sure we'll have that in the birthday hour, but we'll just go ahead and just say a happy, happy birthday to him. But strong, President Biden. He's standing in good stead here, hoping for some approval with some of his campaign promises, so we can have a little chit-chat on that as well a little later in the program. Well, Marcus, I'm going to say a special thank you for taking time out to to be with us. We know that you're a busy, 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 busy woman. You have other um, things to attend to, including your mother as well, of course, and just by you coming through even for just a little bit so the folks can hear you, not to be calling and wondering, what of Murtries? Where is Murtries? I'm not hearing her. Well, they would have heard you. And if not, we would remind those who would come after, just in case they did not hear you. So, you're in good stead. Well, unless someone else has something to say, we can probably get into some musical interlude until 9.30 hour when Liam would, would give us the book of the Bible. And Lynette, you can feel free to stay with us if you here to do so. I know you normally listen on your iPad. You said there's your gardener is the usual Saturday, homework, gardening and all the good stuff, but we want to say thank you. Thank you for coming through too. Always remember there's always something you could have been doing. Don't know if it would have been better, but you can always be doing something. And for any new listener, folks, we really appreciate you coming through and browsing with us. Well, let's see where we go. For the goodness of God, I love this song. I love this song. Let's see if we can get it up and running. Oh, I will be. 
crying Dead in the middle of a smile But then I climbed the hill of song The mountain I hollered help cause I was lost But I felt it for me With a small voice Saying the storm is over. Oh, I can see the sunshine. I'm gonna be down the line. I feel heaven getting in front of me. Come on, it's ready. Oh, <laughs> Downtown in a rough town And felt all alone Mm-mm. Every now and then I felt like I would lose my mind I've been racing for years And still no finish line oh, But then I climbed the hill And saw the mountains I up because I Come with the book of the Bible. 
Yes, indeed. The storm is over now. Like I said, once God is in the midst, you could never, ever go wrong. He has never, ever made a mistake. And like Moses would have said this morning, it's always better to be six feet above ground than to be underground. We have life, and we shall rejoice in it. And we shall really, really give thanks to the higher one above each and every time. We're thanking God for life. Folks, share the links. You can always tell a friend to tell a friend, tell your neighbors, tell everyone that we are on every Saturday, and we're going to be here until high noon in our neck of the woods. That will be 9 o'clock for Dennis over there in Southern California. So right about now, we are going to turn the wheels over to Leon Fancy. Yeah, it's going to give you a book yes, of indeed. the Bible. Right, uh, yeah. Last week we finished off the historical books of the Bible, and this week we're going to enter into the poetic books of the Bible, and we're going to start with one of the greatest books in the Bible, the book of Job. And it's named for the chief character of this book, a blameless and upright man. He was very rich, even after losing everything. He owned and suffering from terrific sickness, Job still was devoted to God. The book of Job, Job questions the reason for suffering, especially the challenge, the suffering of good people. Job's friends insisted he was suffering as punishment for his sins. He defended his innocence and expressed his trust in God. Then God spoke and showed his mighty power. Job finally admitted that God is too great and wonderful for us to understand. So the book of Job, a great book. I encourage you to take some time out to read this book. It's a great book. Many folks have gone through similar circumstances and they have given up. And Job did not give up. He just held fast. Eventually, the book goes on to say he lost everything, and in the end, he was rewarded ten times as many things that he had before. Here goes the book of Job. Back to you, I. Yes, indeed, and I'm sure Phil will have something to say on that. He is the, the Bible guru, and that's Bible Phil, what make of that? <laughs> the book of the Bible, Phil. Yes, uh, it's the oldest book in the Bible. It's the first book to be printed, to be put on scrolls. <clears throat> and Job's wife told him, why not curse God and die? After God took away all his, his children and his cattle and his son. So why not curse God and die? He, he said, are you do you have any intelligence, lady? Don't you know that God is perfect in all he does? I'm 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 making up something here. And uh and he didn't listen to his wife. Uh and uh and God restored all the things that he had lost, all the, all the cattle, all the things, and 
and cattle and horses and so on. And he restored them fourfold. I think I'm correct in saying that. In tenfold. Yeah. Huh? Tenfold, right? Ten. Yes. Tenfold, yes. Yeah. Tenfold. Yeah. And uh, we have to learn from Job because when we have sufferings, weeping with Job for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hmm? Amen. Job's morning came not when he wished. Or when God said, it's time for me to give this man a break. And he he was assured, and his goods and, and so on were restored tenfold. Mm-hmm. What? That's... He likes to hear the piano, so we have a little piano interlude for him. Just hold on to Jesus. 
Oh, 
Now we're time to get some sheer butter. Ah, my say, just the way you are. Leon is living by example, for better or for worse. And he says, I'm going to stick and stay. I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to love you just the way you are. Because she's so amazing.
of your children. Don't let them fall by the side of the road. He said, love one another.
join us at 11. You can't miss this one. And folks, you are invited. Now, before we go there, let's talk about something close to home because Ian Higgins is the cricket chief executive officer and he has tendered his resignation this week. So there is an opening for someone and I hope that Mr. Cameron can sway that in the right and see if he, he can make the cut. I think that would be something worthwhile as we should try. Tim Payne, the Australian captain, he has stepped down as the captain after, well, something has been revealed that he had some thing with the board, and of course, he has resigned. We don't know who will take his place, but we will go into that a little further later on tomorrow. The ICC Men's T20 World Cup, the African qualifiers, we have teams like Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania and um, Nigeria. So Uganda on top, followed by Kenya in third place, Tanzania and Nigeria. I'll tell you more. And the big news is that the ICC under 19 Cricket World Cup, scheduled for um, 2022, that in 14th of January and will go. Uh, the 5th of February 2022 and the West Indies are due to host matches in Antigua, Guyana, St. Davis, and Trinidad and Tobago. West Indies group along with Sri Lanka, Scotland, and Australia. We have the full fixture list and tomorrow time of making the team all the details. Tell you more. Bridgetown Barbados uh, comes the news that the Janet Graves feels that having been asked to host the T20 World Cup is a giant step for the West Indies. We do hope that we can make it. Another big tournament is coming because another U.S. Open 2021, which was normally put on by Cricket Council USA, and I and David and Audley are going to be featuring well in these tournaments, so be sure. To get yourself prepared because come December the 6th until the 13th, these matches are due to be played at the Broad Central Park over there in the great city of Lower Hill. Just ask um, Virgil where that is. He tell you. He is not afraid to tell you. We do have all the picture list of that encounter and we tell you more, but we just giving you a scan. New Zealand, they are due touring. India, of course, they started, they will be playing two test matches, followed by three T20s, November 17th to December the 7th. Of course, the T20s are completed. Yes, indeed. Um, the first was won by India by five wickets. The second by seven wickets. Third is to be played today. It should start at 8.30. Don't have the score for that, but I'm sure Brother Dennis will tell us more about that. Pakistan. A tour in Bangladesh. They play two test matches, two T20s, November 19th to December the 18th. The Netherlands also tour in South Africa, November the 26th to December the 1st. And the Women's Big Bash League 2021 sees Perch Scorchers in top, followed by Melbourne Renegades in third place. 
We have the Brisbane Heat. Uh, we give you more details tomorrow. Of course, we do have all the lineup for all the cricket that's going to be played in the world, and we'll give you that. We won't do that this morning. And we turn our attention to my favorite sport, and of course, you know my favorite team. And my favorite team is Chelsea. I have been been uh, rooting for this team since since I don't know when. And some of you weren't born yet, but Chelsea has never let me down. They always are on top, right up top. Today they stand at number one with 29 points from 12 matches, followed by Manchester City with 11 matches played. West Ham, they are third, Liverpool fourth, Arsenal fifth, Manchester United sixth, and Brighton seventh. Wolves, they are eighth, Tottenham ninth, Crystal Palace they're tenth, Everton eleventh, Leicester twelfth, Southampton thirteenth, Brentford they're fourteenth, and Leeds fifteenth, in sixteenth place, Aston Villa in seventeenth, we have Watford. And in the cellar and relegation zone, uh, Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich City. And just to give you the standings of the CONCACAF qualifying matches, we see Canada uh, in the top position, followed by the USA, and in third position, uh, Mexico. In fourth position, uh, uh, Parma, Parma and Costa Rica, fifth, Jamaica, they are sixth followed by El Salvador 7th, and at the bottom of the table is Honduras, and just to remind Mr. Heath that they are three. My, my record shows that there are three top teams who go straight up to Qatar to the finals, and the fourth position will play with another continental team, and instead of playing on a home and away, it will be one match that will be played at a a neutral venue. So that's about all I have for the sports this morning. And I just hope that everyone will that have the time and the availability to come over and listen to the firstly to listen to the eleven to three o'clock version of the the so Florida Critical Alliance's um finals, T twenty finals and it's gonna be great. So don't you miss it. And then again you tune back at six o'clock when you have the sports from us all. And that's it so far. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, indeed. Thanks for that, Liam. And um, I should then have some trimming to put on on that brief that you would have just um, indicated to us in sports. Yeah, I'm sure he has a score on Chelsea at this time. Dennis, come on. Well, to begin with, thank you, um, Ivan. To begin with, Chelsea did end up winning the game 3-0. to zero. So that should make Ivor, not my, uh, make uh, Leon very pleased indeed. And of course, you mentioned earlier the major league, the minor league. You know, it's of course we had the inaugural major league cricket season during 2021, and of course the major league they hope will begin in 2022 with six franchises from major U.S. cities, and uh, of course it's. We should remember that the minor, the United States, arising out of the minor league from 2021, we have players who are selected for Team USA. They've played currently, or rather, they've just completed a series of T20 Cricket World Cup 
America's qualify matches and the United States team managed to win seven and lost three matches during that uh, particular series. So they're looking good and we hope that they can continue to progress. And uh, I think uh, Leon gave us the um, the earlier score, T20 New Zealand, of course, losing to India. Uh, 153 New Zealand, India 20 overs and 155 India. And Bangladesh also losing to Pakistan. 108 Bangladesh, India 20 overs and Pakistan 109. So that's the trimming that I have for you right now. And we look forward to later on today. Back to you, Ivor. Very good, very good. Tomorrow, folks, we're going to have full detail of all of that and more. And, of course, you'll be getting the the scores and the end of the match, so Florida match between um, Ambassador and Port St. Lucie. You'll be hearing it here first, the results on any radio station. So you stand by for that tomorrow. And then it might be, maybe it might be nice if you come on maybe about 10.30. Since they're doing our oh, yeah. okay. So okay. We'll, we'll be on time to get the talks okay. at ten thirty, or about ten thirty. Yes, yeah, that can be arranged, no problem. Mm, yes, indeed. And um we'll be standing by to see if David would have something to say to us, but you would have at least indicated that tomorrow about that final. It's gonna be inside the stadium, the only approved ICC um venue in all of North America. That's there in the beautiful city of Lauderdale. Come one, come all. Um, it's a dollar fifty gets you through the turnstile. So come on in and enjoy um, a T20 game. It's all of 20 overs, and you'll realize that it's a championship with trophies and prizes to be given. So we'll have enough time to give you opening and ending presentation and all that good stuff. But be sure to tune in at 6 o'clock in the p.m. where the heavyweights will be on, coming full force with everything that's happening in the wide world of sports. But Dennis, I'm afraid I have to tell you that Leon is going to bring, um, Cardinal is going to bring a message from Omer to Leon on that victory that um, Chelsea would have achieved today. I can assure you of that. So we're standing by for Cardinal. He has his Many special fans to greet, and he has the birthday, anniversary, and events that would have taken place on this date. Compliments, Mr. Audley Watson. And again, the U.S. United States of America President, Mr. Biden, is having a birthday. Um, the oldest inaugurated um, president of these United States. He's 79 today. And probably trying to see if he can become the oldest president um, in these United States. You know, Ronald Reagan and the likes, they would have gone past him in, a, in terms of age. But when he would have attained the presidency, he would have been the, the, the oldest person to do so. I think Donald Trump is trying to see if he can supersede that by making a run in 2024. I pray to God that the... Well, you're going to get licks. I can come for some more licks. That's all I can tell you. And, um, folks, stand by because we're going to have a few things to talk yeah. about. 
to particularly to Irma Thompson. I haven't heard Irma in quite a while. I wonder if she's still having stomach ache from the West Indies performance in the T20 World Cup. Irma, darling, it's over. It's done. Let's fuck up and wait until next year. It's going to come back again <laughs> for sure. Um, good morning to my good man, Carlos. He always sets up with all the information and gets us to watch cricket all over the world. That's my technician, Carlos, over there in St. Martin. Good morning to the people over in St. Kitts, particularly to Lynette. I'm hoping all the gardening and taking care of the workmen and the hammering and everything is going really well. So we'll have the place nice and spick and span. I don't know. Uh, well, Christmas is coming up, so I guess you're going to need more workmen to keep the place to bring the place up in order. There's the painting, the brushing, the gardening, the tending the bush, tilling the soil, all of that. Hope all is going well and you have a great time doing that. Good morning to the people over in Nevis, particularly to Mr. Renford Door and his crew there at 2020 Vision Radio. Hoping that you're having a great time over there as well and with us. And I want to say good morning, a special one to Carmen Lady C. Griffin. Good morning to you all. I'm going to go on across the channel uh, up to the UK where I'm going to say good morning to Omel. And Omel is not going to be happy that Leon can say Chelsea is in first place and Liverpool is somewhere down first. She's not going to be very happy. But I'm supposing that I'm going to hear from her sometime later today, maybe even during the course of the show, to let her... And, and I know she's going to put it in there someplace. Tell Leon, don't worry. Liverpool is going to be all right. Let's wait until it's all over. Something like that. Okay. Mm. So... Good morning, Omel. I'm hoping that you're cheering up and cheer up for Liverpool's place beneath Chelsea. You're going to be all right, whatever, whatever the outcome is. I'm going to come across and say good morning to the people in Fort Lauderdale. And I want to particularly say good morning to Elimat, King Elimat. That is the last time I talked to Elimat, he had a bellyache. Oh, Elimat and Omar were suffering from the same thing. Belly ache from the same source. How can that be? People so far apart. They're not eating the same food, but they suffer the same belly ache. Elimat, cheer up, man. We're going to be good. We're going to be all right. We're going to find something to cheer about. Okay, let me say good morning to Marva Jones and my favorite celebrity, Tiffany. Little brother Malik and little sister Tanaya. Hoping that you're having a great day with us here on the entertainment show. I'm going to step on down to the Southwest Miami where I'm going to say good morning to Jerome Cutner Richardson who comes to you over there by way of Sandy Point. Good morning, Cutner. We're going to hear some of your funny stories about West Indies performance. So give us a buzz, Cutner. We'll hear from you in a while. Okay. Good morning to the people up in Georgia. I'm going to particularly say good morning to Monique, Yvette, and Barbara hanging up up there in Georgia. The holidays are coming around, and they're busy preparing for it, hoping that you're having a great time with us as well. We bring you 
good cheer, warmth, I should say, sunshine to treat the kind of weather you're having now. I'm going to finally say good morning to my dear sister, Yvonne, and I still don't know where in the world she is, but she's somewhere around, and I know she's in good cheer. Good morning, Yvonne. Have a great time with us, and we love having you. Love you, dear. And with that said, let me say good morning to all the fans, friends, and supporters. Ivan's got a great show for you. Stick with us. We've always got sunshine. Back to you, Ivan. Yes, indeed. Thanks for that. And um, I'm showing that Omel is over there wiping up tears now, knowing that Tracy is a boss of Ivan. I love it. I love it. Tomorrow, 
would be another danger man for Port St. Lucie. If he plays tomorrow, he's another danger man for Port St. Lucie. Now, for Tropics, the gentleman who's been carrying them on their back, the former Jamaica National Representative, Kevin Wallace, and Philurm Davis, the former skipper, and Ryan Wilson, are the gentlemen that been creating, have been making the bulk of the runs there for Tropics United. Now, in the bowling department, there are people like Kimoy Salman, Marcel Grant, Oswin Howard, Burt Davis, Wiki Keaton also bowled as Oswin after the power plays over, Hiller and Davis, they are the, and Gavin Wallace. They are the people who are expected to, to um, bowl into victory. So in all in all, it should be a real humdinger um, match tomorrow. And we're looking forward to that final. Um, Black Talk Radio will be bringing the broadcast. We'll be having Caribbean National Weekly covering the the paper side of it. And the mayor of Lauderdale will be presenting the trophies. Other guests like Leslie um, Johnson. Um, would be special guests there, and some other invited guests will be there also. So we're just asking the community to come out. A question: Did you say just thirty over, um, or twenty over? What is thirty or twenty? Twenty over. T twenty. So T twenty. T twenty. Okay. I thought you said thirty So T twenty. Good. No, I'm saying that St. Lucy were the champions of the. 30 over competition. We'll be looking to make it a double. Yeah. Oh, oh right. at some hardware. Okay, good. In the 20s. And yeah. I heard 30 someplace in there. Oh, well, folks, we have it. And uh, I'm happy that you would have said a, a few things there with the individuals. Give us some more things to say in the comebacks and what to look forward to. So I think tomorrow's match is going to be a good matchup. So, were these teams played one and two in the competition? Do they have to go through a semifinals to get to the final? Yes. Yeah, the semifinal was just for St. Lucie finished number one. They played against um, Ambassador, who they easily defeated in semifinal two. And um, you had um, Titans versus um, Tropics in semifinal one. And um, that game was... Uh, Relatively high scoring game with the um, Titans scoring 118, 189 for three, if I remember correct. And um, Tropics chase it down for 190 for one in 18.1 over. So they they easily won there. Gavin, thanks to Gavin, who, who made um, 74 in that game. And um, he was backed up by Brian Watson. He had 55 and Phil and Davis, 55 not out. So Gavin was here to the end. And he actually, he actually learned. So they easily won their semifinal. So they would be, this would be going in, or it would be going into this game on a high because, as I said, they've been riding on the back of Gavin because they seem to be. No matter what amount of runs is put on the board, 
he seems to be there to chase it down for them. So they they will be looking for him to um, come through and put it. He'll be looking to send him back early. Okay, so who are the officials in this um, match tomorrow? The officials are match officials? Ali and Salman and um, Joseph Baptist, uh, the match officials. Uh, Max Dyer being the third umpire. And the, the scores, do we, do we have um, official scores? Is, is myself and Paul Mons. Paul Mons will be operating the board. I'll be the doing... folks who want to hear, who is myself? Who is myself? Does huh? you have a name? Does uh, myself they, uh, have a they, name? The folks out there want to know. Oh, uh, David, David Maitland is a, is a, would be the official scorer. And Paul Mott would be operating the board, the big board in the that stadium. Is the, the, the gigantic electronic scoreboard in the park. That's going to be yeah. announced, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I must commend um, SFCA for utilizing the the ICC approved venue there in Laurel Hill. <clears throat> I think that's two thumbs up for them. I'm sure we'll speak some more about that tomorrow. Um, I hope you have a few folks there in hand to give some interviews, and they wouldn't be mic shy. Tomorrow, at least, David. I don't say that we have a mayor there um, tomorrow, and um, we have the mayor, and um, Lauderdale, um, Leslie Johnson, she's from the city of Lauderdale, she'll be there, and I don't know how many other dignitaries would be, would be coming out. Yeah, that's just what I know of. Right now, I think it should be. So, what, what, what's the mayor's name? Um, right now, at the top of my head, um, I really don't know. I can, I can find not, that out. David, David, yeah? excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> mayor of Lauderdale, here is a fellow by the name of Virgil Francis, isn't it? <laughs> no, yeah. he's he so caught. He calls himself the mayor, but the official mayor mm-hmm. of oh, okay. is Virgil. He's the oh. he's the unofficial. Okay. Now, anybody who can say the beautiful city of Lauderdale like that, yeah, got to, to be the mayor. mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Is it unofficial? Oh, okay. I know. I didn't know. I, okay, okay. I'll, I'll accept that from you, David. If I ever tell me that, I wouldn't believe, but since it's you, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. But he's, un, he's unofficial. He's, he's a, he's a, his name is down there in City Hall, but not on, <laughs> on the board as the official. <laughs> Anyway, okay. the, the official, the official supposed to be, I think, Mr. Ken Thurston. Thurston. Um, mm-hmm. Unless he would have changed. Last time we were there, the mayor was um, Ken Thurston. I don't think they would have had an election since the last time I was there. So let's let's just say mm-hmm. Virgil and him would be in hand. Virgil promised to get into mm-hmm. work after doing some work. So we probably have him on the air with talking about the city of Lauder Hill. I think that that will be his, his baby. But that's that's it. 
second hour. Hopefully, no rain. The rain will go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, to, just to confirm, yes, he is still the mayor. Ken Kirsten yeah. is still the mayor. Ken He's still the mayor. Okay, good. Yeah. So, we so give you the information, well, facts and figures. We're here. hoping that some of his fellow commissioners will come out also to support. And I know Leslie well, no, is I working. Know Leslie's gonna be there. She, she doesn't miss um, anything that's regarded as big. So she's a um, commissioner, right? Um, no, she's um, she's the mayor of, of Lauderdale Lakes, I think, or yes, not. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Lakes. Came back from yeah. Tallahassee, and you now she's the mayor of Lauderdale Lakes. Yes, yes. Last time she was there as the mayor of Lauderdale Lakes. You are absolutely correct. So, folks, you can come on over to the to the park. It's Sunrise and 441 State Road 7, if you care to, to refer to it as that. That's the strategic standpoint. You can miss the big red top with a big clock in the center. That's where the action is going to be tomorrow. Cricket, lovely cricket. And uh, I'm, I think it's the first for SFCA playing the finals in the park. One of the leagues would have utilized the park already. I think that's two thumbs up. That's good. They're playing on the turf wicket. And a lot of people would not have been in there. I've never had a knock in there, David. I, I need to, for you to organize. The, the, the masters. David used to organize the masters around here, you know, and Lauder Hill Jammers are champions. Never lost a match. Never mind lost a series. Yours truly would have been at the helm of that, David, but we won so much that David decided I don't know, you guys can't keep on winning, so he aborted the tournament. Time to bring it back, David. How you to be our Saturday matches. Yeah. Ivor, I mean, he can... Ivor, you hear me? Ivor? Yes, Lawrence, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just remind him about our early, the early start. We have changed from 11 to 10.30. Yeah, 10.30, yeah, we'll be on because the toss will be at 10.30, so we'll be there to, to bring the toss um, live on a pitch report, David, so we, we, we'll have that, so you can have a pump 11 o'clock start. Okay. Um, oh, David, David you? Uh, he left the send? Okay. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, Leon was, was, was reminding you that we'll be on air from 10.30, so let the folks know. We'll be able to bring the, the, the talks and all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, the call station is the worldwide web block talk radio slash the cricket show. Oh, one nine five one five six zero five nine eight five zero. Yes, indeed. Yeah, phone number you can. Log on to get your updated scores and listen to live by ball by ball um, commentary. Um, I know Danny Danny Williams, Eddie, um, what's his name? David said that he would be there. Uh, I need to get in touch with um, Eddie, but it's not gonna be a problem. I don't think he'll be coming in from work. Well, 
Well, people want to hear about the birthday because the president of the United States is having his 79th birthday, and he started celebrating yesterday when the governor came down with with one of his um, campaign promises being passed. Uh, only yesterday, only yesterday he started. Only yesterday he started celebrating. So we got to send him a memo, man. Exactly. Also, he, he, he got first. That was Leon's doing. Leon didn't send the memo to him to tell him he's November first. He was supposed to be in on the Antigua and Barbuda independence celebration. Yeah. Um, you almost lose him. You got it. Gentlemen, you know he got a good deal of health. He had his physical. Vice President became <laughs> acting president for a few moments. Yes, history was made yesterday as well. Hour and a half, we had a female president for one hour and 30 minutes. A black lady, cardinal. You sure? Keep your heart and don't eat it out. I'm positive. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. She was black yesterday. She was black yesterday. Sure about, I wonder what she's going to be tomorrow. I just said. I'm sure about everything that you I just say, said. You, you, what, say, what? you say she was black you said she was black yesterday. I wonder what she's going to be tomorrow. A human being? Okay, we hope so. All right. Living uh-huh. let's get some Let's get some birthdays <laughs> and anniversary going because we're going to go to the top of the hill and entertain um, Barbara and Debbie for a few. And then it's going to lead the way on that. Debbie and Dawn. Debbie and Dawn, Yes. So tell us what you have okay. for Yes, uh, it's November 20th, 2021, the 324th day of 2021. And those who are counting would realize that there are only, what, 21 more days left in the year? Wow. Anyway. 21, no. Can't be 21. We got not, 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 not 21. 40, 40, 41, I'm sorry. 41. 41 days left. 41 days left in the year. Okay. Some birthdays from the West Indies. We have Tony White out of Barbados. He's 83. Jermaine Blackwood, the vice captain of the West Indies, current West Indies test team. He's making 30. Kyle Hope out of Barbados. He's going on to 33. Alzari Joseph out of Antigua. He's 25. From New Zealand, we have Christy Flavel, who's 54. Chris Harris, 52. Dion Nash, who's 50. Neil Broom, who's 39. From Australia, we have Drad Williams, who's 47. Nathan Lyon, who's 34, Australia's main spinner. From Bangladesh, we have Rajin Sally, who's 41. From... Bermuda, we have Arthur Pitcher, who's 40, from South Africa. We have Shizu Zeta Fritz, a female cricketer, 38. From Pakistan, we have Abdullah Shafiq, who's 22. From Afghanistan, we have Osman Ghani, who's 25. Pastor Oral Beeson and his wife, they are celebrating their birthday today. Um, I guess that's hardly Pastor. I can't say too much more about it. The 46th president of the USA, Joe Biden, 
is celebrating today. He's 79. And also Senator Robert Kennedy, who was assassinated back in when? 68, was it? He was born in 1925 on this date. Um, TV host Dick Clark. Remember Dick Clark of American Bandstand? He is he was born in 1929, 29, sorry. Broadcast journalist Judy Woodruff, she's 75. Olympic gold medal gymnast Dominic Dahl. Oh, you remember Dominic from um, Atlanta and all this, where she stole the show. She's 45 now. In 1789, New Jersey is the first state to ratify the Bill of Rights. You know what the Bill of Rights is? That those first ten amendments to the US Constitution when they say, Oh, we did not remember to put something in the Constitution to protect ourselves against the government. Okay, that's the Bill of Rights. In eighteen fifteen the Second Treaty of Paris, France and her allies agree that France will pay indemnities after the Battle of Waterloo, which ended the Napoleonic War. In 1818, Simon Bolivar formally declared Venezuela independent of Spain. And, you know, he was the, the man with the master plan for the liberation of the entire um, should I say the Latin American uh, segment of, of, of this so-called New World, Simon Bolivar. In 1986, Howard University was founded in Washington, D.C. In 1914, the U.S. State Department starts requiring photographs for passports. In 1919, the first municipality-owned airport in Tucson, Arizona. In 1932, Commercial teletype service begins with AT&T. In 1947, Princess Elizabeth of England married Lieutenant Philip Mountbatten, the Duke of, before later became the Duke of Edinburgh in Westminster Abbey. In 1947, the first permanent TV installed on a seagoing vessel. In 1949, the Jewish population of Israel reaches 1 million. In 1962, President John F. Kennedy removed a month-long naval blockade of Cuba. But they didn't remove the economic blockade up to the, up to the current day. In 1967, the census clock at the Department of Commerce in Washington, D.C. went past 200 million people. In 1969, Brazilian soccer icon Pele scores his 1,000th goal. In 1971, NASCAR, the 21st NASCAR Sprint Cup, Richard Petty wins it. In 1977, Egyptian President Anwar Sadat becomes the first Arab, uh, okay, it says here Arab, Arab leader to address the, the Israeli NASCAR. Nesset. But um, as far as remember, as I can remember, Anwar Sadat never recognized himself as an Arab. He always tell people he is Nubian, which is one of the original 
uh, indigenous population of Egypt. The Arabs came into Egypt afterwards. So that, that's a historical uh, error there to, to consider Anwar Sadat uh, an Arab leader to address the Israeli parliament. In 1982, actress Dura Barimo at the age seven hosted Saturday Night Live. In 1990, Saddam Hussein ordered 250,000 Iraqi troops to enter into the country of Kuwait. And this initiated the war that was known as the Desert Storm. Let's remember that Kuwait is part of Iraq, that the Europeans went out there and induced some of the princes to cut off an oil-rich area and call it an independent state. In 19, so, so the Iraqis were merely reclaiming their land. Um, in 1993, Winnie Mandela's driver and bodyguard was murdered in Johannesburg. In 2013, U.S. President Barack Obama posthumously awarded civil rights activist Bayard Rustin the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I want to say happy birthday to my dear friend in St. Thomas, Kathleen Tuit, who is celebrating a birthday tomorrow. And I also want to remember, you know, um, in memory of the birthday of um, Tashara's mom, who, who died earlier this year, about, you know, a little over a month ago. She was born on November 21st as well. Her birthday would have been coming up tomorrow. And in memory of my son, Chekan, who also died on November 21st. So the anniversary of his death would be coming up tomorrow on November 21st. That would have been 18 years ago. Um, now, a couple of more historical notes that I want to, that I think are important in November 20th, 1945, was the beginning of what was called the Nuremberg Trials. That's when 24 Nazi officials were put on trial in Nuremberg, and they were charged for all of the kind of things like crimes against peace, crimes against humanity, you know, um, crimes of war. And, and I always thought it's funny how all of these names of crimes against humanity and crimes against war and crimes of peace only came up in Germany uh, after the Second World War. And it was that, that tribunal was managed by the Soviet Union, France, Britain, and the United States. Yet, up until the present day, this, is 1940, this was 1945. None of the atrocities that have been uh, orchestrated by any of these nations against the people of Africa, Asia, North America, South America, which would have constituted crimes against humanity, were never, nobody was ever prosecuted for those crimes. Or they were not even characterized as crimes against humanity, not 
up until the present day. I always want to see that uh, contradiction mm-hmm. being resolved by our people. That's my thought for now. Okay, we thank you for that. And folks, like you say, we are standing by it. At the top of the hour, we have Debbie and Dawn. They'll bring us up to date with what's happening over there in Antigua and Barbuda. And, of course, we have your musical interlude. But, folks, stand by. We're going to speak about Mr. Wattenhouse. Oh, I beg your pardon. Wittenhouse. <laughs> uh, it should be Wattenhouse anyway. He was... Well, the, rotten, the, the Rotten House is still there. Okay, the Rotten House is still there. Okay, I got something right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was acquitted by the, the jurors for murdering two two white guys. I, I I like to say that too because I don't think he'll have been so easy for black people, white and naming another. But he got away in self-defense. I don't know how that can be in self-defense. To be honest with you, I followed it as closely as I could. And um, well, we can we can go on to the um. Ahmad, uh, as well. Yes. Yeah. Could you give me just one minute there to just make an announcement? Because uh, if you could, um, I I just heard from Carter's wife. Okay, and uh, I was um, shocked because he said hello to me, and I'm so glad. And she says to tell the folks that he's doing okay. But thanks for the prayers and best wishes for him. Just want to make okay. you know. Doing well. That's the report. Let's just hope that yeah. doing well does not mean right. And, well, you know, it's still, it's still it's not out of the woods. It's still not out of the woods. But, you know, the fact that he can say, he, he said something that is very encouraging. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. And um, on, on January 6th, we, we will probably, time permitted, we'll. We speak about Donald Trump's and his false election claims. And we want to know if he really has anything to do with the attack on Congress on January 6th. Um, we should have enough time to just briefly at least go through those. Those are some of the things that are happening um, today, this week. So we'll attack those. So let's wait for the two young ladies. And like we said, stand by um, Dennis.
trappings and false liberty For true liberation does not only lie in constitutionality We have been nothing if all we do is pass From bondage to a subtler heart We are in charge with the hands exposed Surround us with promises of a brighter world
Yes, indeed. We have two loyal citizens who have pledged to be good, 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 good citizens at the top of the hour, and uh, they're not late by any means. We have Debbie and Don. We want to welcome you to the Saturday morning entertainment show. Dennis, you can take it away. The folks are here to bring us up to speed with some of the good work. Thank you, Ivor. Well, folks, Christmas is coming, and Debbie, Dawn, and her team team are working extra hard to put a meal on the plate for some of our Antiguan brothers and sisters and their families. These are working in the Antiguan Barbuda Care Charity Group. I urge all our listeners to dig deep and help with a contribution. Debbie and Dawn will give you their contact information. Debbie, Dawn, you're up. Come on in, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning. This is Debbie um, Simon Campbell. Um, I pray that um, all the gentlemen in the studio, you're having an awesome day. And I pray that the audience that's listening, that they're also doing well. And for those who are not, we pray that God put a special uh, healing touch and whatever the challenges or uh, problems that is existing, that God will take care um, of, of, of the issue. Um, just wanted to introduce uh, myself. I'm Debbie Simon Campbell, part of the um, Antigua and Bob Uter Cares um, team. And we reach out, we're reaching out to the public, um, those of us who um, can assist um, and, uh, and help out our fellow Antiguans and Bob Udans. Um, we're trying to do something, especially for the seniors at the Fines Institute for the holiday season and for the children around the islands, both islands that um, parents have not been working or even though they cannot afford. Your recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, press oh. 1. To delete and re-record your message, press 3. Hello? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're hearing you. Hello? Yes, so I just wanted to to reach out to everyone and ask them that if they can donate, um, even if it's a toy, it doesn't always have to be a monetary donation. Um, You can get the toy to me or, um, you know, baby clothing, items such as um, puzzle books, et cetera, for the seniors at the Fines Institute. They also um, use Pampers, some of them, and so we're asking that whatever you know the needs are for young children, families that need food, that um, it can be um, it can be donated. Just wanted to share with you all, committee members, is myself, Debbie Simon Campbell, Don Cochran, Travis Brown, Abina St. Louis, um, Sarah Gett, she manages the soup kitchen um, in Antigua, Claudina, she's our Bob Uden representative, Claudina D'Souza, Earl Francis. Um, far, right, far right from the Blaze Radio Show, um, Mr. William Harris, he's in Kansas City, um, Nigel, Catering, um, Catering, Nigel Catering in Antigua, I think he's at the Anchorage Hotel, Pastor Pete, he manages for us the soup, the food pantry that we try to send out so that it will support 
family may not have enough to supply their, 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 their family. Sanita, she manages the, the, the a foundation, the Shine Foundation, the Smile Foundation. And um, one of the things Shanita is honoring all of the persons that have assisted her over the past two years that she's been in existence. Um, so she's having a little celebration on Monday at Avila Fox House. Um, she's in need of um, some wine donations, etc. So if anyone um, that's listening that's on the island that would like to donate something towards this celebration on Monday, it'll be um, grateful Tracy Henry, who lives in Philadelphia, and Veronica Anthony from Florida. So we all try to do our best to help out uh, as much as possible. If anyone that's listening from the United States, from Canada, from England, from Sweden, wherever you are in the world, and you can even donate $10, $10 will help one family for the holiday season um, just to eat. When you're sitting down for, for Sunday dinner because um, West Indians are very big on Sunday dinner. And, um, you know, sometimes when I see these postings on Facebook with these elaborate dinners, so forth and so on, just think about one family that cannot afford a, a minute of what we're eating on a Sunday. I'm not big on Sunday dinner. Trust me on that. I'll eat some cereal or some yogurt on a Sunday. But, um, you know, the propensity for, um, for families to continue the tradition having a big breakfast, having a lunch, having dinner, at times continue on the island. And, um, but some families cannot even have a portion of one of those meals. So, you know, look look deep into your heart. We want to, to, to thank Mr. Hallpike um, for his donation. Thank you so much. Um, and and um, we just want to say, you know, for all of you out there, please, please, please look at um, look at your finances. I know it's a struggle right now with the pandemic. Um, um, you're still being the focus. Um, so if you can, even if it's $10, you know, when your kids, you know, and the kids say, you know, can I donate something to a charity? Consider us that you said, you know, it could be $10, like I said. We're not asking for much. Or even a toy that your child is not using right now that is in good condition that you like to, to donate. Even that is good. Clothing that you have at the house that is, is is mildly used, we would appreciate it and we will get it off to the families in Antigua. Um, I can be reached at um, 845-820-6598 and my email address is Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L N-Y-C at A-O-L.com. Um, once again, my phone number is 845-820-6598. I'm on regular phone. I am on WhatsApp, whatever your means of communication. Um, we, I'm available, even if it's just a chit-chat, to direct me to some other areas. It could be some um, a foundation or an organization that you think that can help our cause. Thank you. All right, and Don. Hi, good morning, everyone. How is everybody doing today? Great. Fine, thank you. You're very welcome. So, as I was listening at Debbie, there are businesses out there 
that are interested in donating, and if they're interested in getting a receipt that they can turn into the accountants for the donations, they can also get in touch with Debbie and myself. I'm Dawn Cochrane Curtin. My number is 785-554-5628. My email is Curtin, K-I-R-T-O-N, 697 at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook on the Dawn Curtain, and if they want to message me, that'd be fine. But do know everything that we get, we disperse it, so we don't keep any of these items for ourselves. And we do not get paid. We do this because of the kindness of our heart and our love for our country of Antigua and Barbuda. And so I encourage everyone to help us with a donation. And also I'd like to thank Mr. Hall Pike and Mr. Francis, I know that he's donated to us or is beginning the process. And so I thank you guys as well at the radio station. You're welcome. And doing these things. Okay. That's it. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Dawn. And once again, we appeal to our listeners, those who can, donate what you can, when you can, and as often as you can. Back to you, Ivor. Thank you. Be safe. Have a great day. Thanksgiving, ladies. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving when it comes. And um, of course, we're going to wish you guys all the best in your endeavors. Whole strain. Little is much. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. And we do have the first anniversary coming up. So I'd like to shout out to the Smile Foundation. On Monday, the 22nd, we'll get their first year. So that's a shout out for Shanita Joseph. Thank you, guys. Okay. 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 Very well. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I miss you. Surely, it's a very cold reminder. It's Christmas time again. And I'm thinking of you Oh, I miss you And the things we always share How I wish that I was there Close to you I'm sure that Christmas here is beautiful But oh, with you it's much
uh, anger and sentiment that's going around, I thought the best approach here is to just read the statement of Karen. And Karen Bloom and John Huber, who are you know, the parents of uh, one of the young men murdered by this written house. The statement reads, and I report this from a lovey.com blog, it says, we are heartbroken and angry that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted in his criminal trial for the murder of our son, Anthony Huber. There is no justice today for Anthony or for Mr. Rittenhouse's other victim, Joseph Rosenbaum and Gage Roskurtz. We did not attend the trial because we could not bear to sit in a courtroom and repeatedly watch videos of our son's murder. And because we have been subjected to many hurtful and nasty comments in the past year, now you tell me. But we watched the trial closely, hoping it would bring us closure. That did not happen. Today's verdict means there is no accountability for the person who murdered our son. It sends the unacceptable message that armed civilians can show up in any town, incite violence, and then use the danger they have created to justify shooting people in the street. We hope that decent people will join us in forcefully rejecting that message and demanding more of our laws, our officials, and our justice system. Make no mistake, our fight to hold those responsible for Antoni's death accountable continues in full force. Neither Mr. Rittenhouse nor the Kenosha police who authorizes bloody rampage will escape justice and Tony will have his day in court. So, no reasonable person viewing all of the evidence could conclude that Mr. Rittenhouse acted in self-defense. In response to racist and violent calls for action from militia members, Mr. Rittenhouse traveled to Kenosha armed with an assault rifle. He menaced fellow citizens in the street, though he was in open violation of a curfew order. Kenosha police encouraged him to act violently. Kenosha police told militia members that they would push peaceful protesters towards the militia so that the militia could deal with them. Soon after Mr. Rittenhouse killed Joseph Rosenbaum, the police did nothing Concerned citizen confronted with the person shooting indiscriminately on the street stepped in to stop the violence. Anthony was shot in the chest trying to disarm Rittenhouse and stop his shooting. Still, the police did nothing. Mr. Rittenhouse continued to shoot, maiming Gage Crosscrates. The police let Mr. Rittenhouse leave the scene freely. Kenosha armed to kill, Kenosha turned to act violently, and our son is dead as a result. That is the statement of Karen Bloom and John Huber in response to Rittenhouse's verdict, and it says a lot. And they state the part of the uh, statement which says he will have his day in court. So almost one year ago, the Huber was tragically shot, and during the peaceful demonstration against police violence and followed the police shooting of Jacob Blake 
Today, the family of Anthony Huber has filed a constitutional civil rights lawsuit in federal court against the city of Kenosha Police Department and Kenosha Mm -hmm. County Sheriff's Department for their role in the Rittenhouse deadly rampage that left the Huber's son, Anthony, dead. However, that is my contribution spoken through the words and statements of Karen Bloom and John Huber in response yes, to the verdict. Yeah, and to the question about um, 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 Ahmad Abu, um, oh, well, the, the judge. Yeah, go ahead. I'm out, Aubrey, and I, you know, I apologize, but uh, this is a an account I previously presented here. This defense attorney summarily dismissed all black potential jurors. Note that the black population in the area is about 25 percent, yet there was only one black juror seated. This jury makeup and composition was so blatantly obvious that the trial judge was reported to have commented negatively, noting what appears to be intentional removing by way of attorney's challenge all but one black juror panelist. Now, to compound his racist challenges, the defense attorney openly tells the court and the world that black members of the public seated in the public seats to watch the trial are there to influence the juror hearing the case. The defense attorney said that black pastors should be banned from witnessing the trial procedure. Well, we can see that the treatment and racial biases are no longer subtle. And now the biases are openly displayed in very public places and in a loud voice. The judge has denied a motion for a mistrial, argued on Friday, and the defense lawyer claimed that the black pastors were outside the court and inside the court were influencing the trial. So there we have it. When will justice and truth come for us? Uh, people of color in this these United States. Okay, and do you believe that Rittenhouse getting away that would have any influence on any trial with what would have taken place at the White House when the attack was made on on the Capitol and on Congress? We can tie that in one time. Do you think that Donald Trump should be held responsible? Undoubtedly. So what do you think would become of that case, having seen the, the result of Rittenhouse? Well, undoubtedly, Donald Trump carries a very large guilt in what took place in the House on January 6th. He did, from at least six months prior to the election, in fact, if we go further back, to the 2016 election, he tried to use the same ploy. Remember when he was running against Hillary Clinton? He clearly said the only way he could lose against Hillary Clinton was his. 
the election was stolen. And yep. having been successful with the help of the Russians and others, he came back in 2020 and, not 20, he came, yes, 2020 and made the same claim. And he started six months incessantly repeating the same mantra that the only way he can lose is if the election is stolen. And so he then went on to invite groups of people and supporters to come to the white, well, not the White House, but to come Happy to Dalton. Washington, D.C. and take a nice stroll down and hung Mike Pence in the process and stop the, you know, well, maybe he didn't say hang Mike Pence, but of course his supporters quite openly chanted hang Mike Pence because Pence belatedly, not that he was 100% in favor, but having sought advice, decided that it perhaps wasn't the right thing to do. So he did, um, he, he did what was required of him constitutionally. Trump is responsible. The Republican Party is responsible. They stood by. And if we remember during his impeachment, the representative from California said, if you let him get away with this, he will try and he will do it and we will see it happen all over again. We're seeing it. And so, yes, yes. Trump is responsible and he should be held accountable. And I look forward to a public prosecution of Donald Trump after an inquiry finds him guilty. That's the story and stick into it. Let's see if we can have alternate views. I will just go ahead yeah. and just briefly. Come on, Leon. Yeah, in addition Stand to what Danny said, I, I do even have two of my things are open. We're here, Leon. Okay, ahead. you hear me now? Yes. Uh, yeah, in addition to what Danny said, I, I, you know, I conclude, right, that whether or not democracy is working at all. Because I don't understand how you can have people trying to do some good for the country and you're supposed to have an, an, a, 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 another party and trying to derail everything, even as good as it's so blatantly, you know, a right thing to do, they oppose. And there's a force of the opposition thing. But what what struck me most is when Trump praised Rittenhouse acquittal because the because the case of prosecutorial misconduct. Uh, I mean the card's not gonna explain that, but uh, I can't see for the life of me that the judge would have sequestered sequestered the jury, number one. I don't know if that is something common. Uh, a murder case. You know, you're ready to come to the season. I, I believe you should have um, put them, locked them away, because obviously. And um, why was the MSNBC was banned from the court? I can't see this. And then he threw out the number of the charges prior to, to the case being brought before the jury. But uh, obviously, obviously, there's a lot of evidence to say that the former president was involved with that one six one six riot at the Capitol. It, it appears to me that they are very afraid to attack this man. 
there's a former president, to even even call him to to be a witness in the in the uh, inquiry. They have not even touched him. I don't know why. He did something wrong. If that were Obama, I'm telling you, he would be here getting his um, call to 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 appear before the commission. But uh, when is going to happen? But it, it, it seems as if this country does not deserve to have a uh, democracy as part of the governing body of the country. But when once one side has something good, the other side is going to find some force to just discredit it and do everything in your power. Could you imagine 200, over 200 members of parliament? So these guys put um, a different parliamentary remark against one of the members. And he comes back, they support him in doing that. Before they try and tell him, well, listen, you, you did something wrong, go in and apologize and, and do the peace reign. They all voted not to have him um, misconduct fire meeting in, in parliament. But all in all, this country needs to, to change. I think we, we, when all the things are happening, you find as a result of their, their conduct as a, a democracy. Don't make that make sense, but I'm trying to. <coughs> no, that's your input. The ball is listening. Not a problem. Your story is sticking with it. And um, what do you think about um, Ahmed? Um, Abwe, what, what do you what do you think going to happen to that case? Think it's going to be a mistrial because the defense already saying the judge would have instructed um mm-hmm. instructed um the jurors to take home his instructions mm-hmm. and um, they feel like that that should not have happened. <coughs> Those instructions should not been allowed to leave um leave the courthouse because. My before kind of coming, I give my take on it. When they're del- mm-hmm. deliberating and with the jurors' instructions, as far as I know, for normally the police that everybody has to be there. And if somebody needs to go to the bathroom and, and stuff, um, those instructions are shut down until the person come back and they can discuss nothing outside of the hearing of any one of the jurors, including the alternate. So I am not too sure that they just did the right thing by allowing them to take it home individually. Whether they want to sit down to study it and go through it, it, it lends the potential of um, they having discussing it with somebody else, even if that's not the case. So, I'm a little kind of from a, a long standpoint. Wait, wait. Yeah. Were you hearing me? Were you hearing me? Hearing you loud and clear. Yeah, we heard everything, yes. Oh, okay, good. We heard it, yes. So um, that's my, my, that's my take on that. I'm agreeing with um with Dennis that Donald Trump mastermind that um that January sixth thing. When you're gonna hear he have his happy to say we'll have trial by comeback, and you just can't sit down peacefully and you know you cannot just sit down and 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 take back the country and this and that. He's advocating violence and force and. You're talking about a place where you make laws. If you tell me that is not held to even a higher standard, even the minimum standard, it is wrong. Never mind that. 
higher standard. People have to run for cover. People died. I mean, people still suffering mentally. I mean, if they can get away with this, and like I said, I don't know if this case over here where a guy is trying to prevent people from being shot. And Whittinghouse and his attorneys can say, this guy shoot this other guy in self-defense. The guy wasn't attacking him. He was preventing. I'm, I'm, hey, if I'm holding this gun, stop shoot. Please stop. You turn the gun and shoot him. Because I afraid you would take the gun and shoot me. But when you're walking down the road, you don't afraid that a car would run you over with a gun because you have a gun sling over your thing, hide it. You wasn't afraid of that. And then the police then, this man was, was, was treated with kid gloves. Having killed people, even when the police think a black man would have never reached to that station alive. I don't think so. Knowing that people would have died on that scene. Something is wrong with that with that picture there. And um like I said, um I think that would have been my my, my, my quick take on that. I'm gonna turn it over to Cardinal. So Cardinal, you would have heard us here and anyone else. Um five one five six oh five nine eight five zero. You can have your say. Hopefully, Linus will finish with a gardening and come back and give us his update. I understand that the curfew is off in St. Kitts and Nevis. There was still one to five curfew. I understand that has been taken off. But the state of emergency still stands, although the country said to be open up for business. So, Colonel, and if we can touch that, I'll play a song in, in between <clears throat> this and St. Kitts, Nevis, Antigua, whatever we have other than what we're discussing here. Come to Cardinal. The jury. The take home of the again. You guys can hear me? I don't know how that happened. Go. Yeah, I, I hear something say I'm, I'm muted and I'm not muted. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I did not do that. But you're, you're back on now. I realized I wasn't hearing you, so I looked and see that happened. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let me address the, the, the take home of the jury instructions first. Um, yes. Jury instructions are usually given to the jury members. They're given to the attorneys um, after after the judge has given those instructions. It gives them to the jury to take inside the deliberation chamber. The jury instructions are discussed with the attorneys and their clients. In this case, with the defendant and the, the, the people or the, the prosecutor, they, they sit down in, a, in a, what we call a Rule 30 conference to discuss the jury instructions as to what they want taken out, what they want to put in, what they want to add, what they want to subtract, and all that. Once that is, is done, the, the instructions are given to the jury to take inside the deliberation. I've never heard of a, a situation where the instructions are given to the jury before deliberation. But I, personally, I don't think that there's anything seriously wrong with that. I, I don't think that there is an error in that. If they can take those instructions at home and study them carefully to know, because the instructions are what the judge sets out and explains to the jury what the law is. Because the judge can't tell the jury what, the, what, what facts it should accept or, or reject. But it, it has the, the judge has the authority to tell the jury what the law is. The jury is, has the authority to apply the law to the facts as they find them. So 
there are a lot of people who, who testified. The jury can believe anyone or no one. You can believe everything what someone says, nothing that someone says, or part of what someone says. That's the jury's authority. So I don't think that there's a real problem with the jury, you know, getting a, a, an extended look at the jury instructions. It, 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 it's, it's not a thing. I mean, you might say that, oh, they discussed the instructions with, uh, with each other before the deliberation. Now, the jury go home after every day if, if they're not sequestered. And we don't know if they discuss these things with their family members or close friends or whisper it to somebody and things like that. We don't know. But we trust having the judge instructed them not to discuss the case with anybody at all. We trust that they're going to follow those instructions and, and do as the judge requires. Does it always happen? No, it doesn't. But if the case comes up where a jury reads a newspaper that has an article about the case in it or listen to television that discusses the case, and the judge hears about it, that jury would have to be dismissed from the jury. That juror would have to be dismissed from the jury. But we don't know, we don't have any evidence that anything of that sort happened. Now, unto the both Kylie Rittenhouse and Ahmed Arbery trials, I got a couple of things to say. First of all, our, our parents told us, don't hang your hat where your hand can't reach. And that is to say, that I understand that to mean don't have expectations when you don't know whether or not those expectations are going to be fulfilled. Now, for us to expect that Kyle Rittenhouse would have been convicted in Wisconsin is a matter of hanging our hats where mm -hmm. our hands can reach. <laughs> and we have to do the same, we have to do the same, we have to say the same thing about the Armored Arbery trial. If we expect a conviction in the Armored Arbery trial, we are hanging our hearts where our hands can reach. And we have seen this time and time again. And, and they say, look, if, if you see something over and over again, then you, you know that you can expect it the next time. We, we saw back in 2012 where what this guy named Zimmerman was acquitted after murdering, what's Trayvon. the young man's name? Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. We saw um, several people murdered by police officers. And there was no indictment. Michael Brown, uh, the young man up in, 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 in New York who was, who was smothered to death by police officers piling on him and he's underneath there saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. We saw a police officer walk up to Jacob Blake, the same uh, incident that, incident that ignited the, the, the Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, protest. We saw this, grabbed him by his shirt two feet behind him, or less than two feet behind him, grabbed his man by his shirt and pumped seven bullets into his back. 
and there isn't an indictment up to this day. So, what can we expect? We can expect the same thing. We cannot expect a, a, a conviction in any of those cases. Now, remember in the, in the Ahmad Arbery trial, let me show you this. And this is what I call the rotten house, Ivor, not Mr. Kyle. This is what I call the rotten house. Remember, mm-hmm. in the Ahmad Arbery trial, the judge himself said, I notice, I see that black people were deliberately excluded from the jury. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing I could do about it. Which means the judge is telling you there's nothing legally wrong with that. There's nothing wrong as a legal matter. No, you and I can see the moral wrong of it. There is no legal wrong. Yes, we got civil rights. We got and, and all that. But here the judge is telling you a fact of racial discrimination showing up in the most sacred institution within this, the, the, the social construct. And he can't do a damn thing about it. So what can we expect? Nothing. You see, no, so well, they have, here we they, are. They have strikes. They, 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 the laws have strikes, I guess. That's what he was talking about. So I'm saying that whatever happened, the outcome of it, however they used the, the, the system, there was nothing legally wrong. Okay? Right. Now, I, I'm, I'm not going gonna, not gonna to argue with that too much because I'm a strong advocate of the position that white people should not have any authority. White defendants should not be, on a, be jurors in a case where a black person is the defendant. I, I, I am strongly saying that. So here we have a system, but is that ever going to happen? No. In 1996, the Supreme Court said if a black defendant is tried by an all-white jury, that is unconstitutional. And the Supreme Court voted 8-1, mind you, 8-1 in favor of making it unconstitutional for an all-white jury to sit on the case of a black defendant. And guess who the one was? Thomas. Our dear brother, Clarence, Clarence Thomas. That's in 1996. You understand? So, can you can you clarify that? Card, sorry what? to interrupt you. Are you saying Clarence Thomas voted with the eight or voted against? Well, but Thomas, Clarence Thomas was the one jury was the one jurist, the one justice who said mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with an all-white jury sitting on the case of a black defendant. Oh, well, that's typical. Thanks for that clarification. Not surprising. Okay. Very so, typical. So here we are in 2021, you know, um, so many years after the so-called Emancipation Proclamation, so many more years after the, the institution of the Civil Rights Act. Here we are in 2021, and the same thing happens because you have not transformed the minds of the people and you cannot 
You have not transformed the social construct, the legal construct, the political construct, the, uh, the economic construct, the religious construct that accommodates the mind of the idea that black people should be treated with indignity. Now, there are white guys, the white guys who got killed in Kenosha with Johnson by Mr. Rittenhouse, they are white guys. But this court, remember, this court dismissed them as human beings. He said, yeah. you can't call them victims. Not in my court. You can, you can call them protesters or you can call them looters, but you can't call them victims. <laughs> now, two young men got shot. Two healthy young men died. And the court is saying, you can't call them victims. The judge. And who can stop him? You understand? You can call them looters. You can call them a name that discredits them. You can call them a name that well, you can't call them what they are, victims of a violent incident. You can't call them that. Not in his court. So where, we are, where are we? They are saying... In effect, as far as I'm concerned, they went to Kenosha to protest against the police killing of Jacob Blake, which, is a, which I consider to be an incident orchestrated through white authority. Now, these two white guys are protesting that. You know what they used to call the guys like these in the old days? They used to call them nigger lovers. And so, these, three young, these two young men who got shot and killed and the other one who got injured are considered to be nigger lovers. But that's not the term that the court used. The court says, call them a, a different derogatory name. Call them looters. Call them... Rioters. Call them looters. Call them rioters, but don't call them victims. Don't call them a name that gives them some kind of a human identity. That's not allowed in my court. Mm-hmm. So the, all around, the system is showing us over and over again that it is not inclined to even give consideration to people even if they're not black. But if they support the black cause in no. any way, you are going to be discredited. Yep. And that's what has been happening for centuries. You understand? No, you cannot take that away from the court. This is the most sacred institution within the social construct. It is and the administ- it is considered the administrator of justice. So, how are you going to change that? Did the judge did something that legally wrong? If you have to find that he did something legally, legally wrong, you can't just find that he did something that is morally, morally wrong. So, you cannot just bank on legitimacy. You have to rely on legality. Is there a law? A rule of law that says that the judge was wrong to say things that way. No. Unless you can find that, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But you and I know 
that mm-hmm. it is a wrong that is an imposition mm-hmm. upon a people's human dignity. Now, I, I just talked about the Nuremberg trials this morning, where France, England, Soviet Union, and the United States get together to try the Nazi, the, the, mm-hmm. the Nazi for war crimes, crimes against humanity, and all that. But you remember I said earlier, who was the, 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 the Prime Minister of Britain at that time? Winston Churchill. Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill in 1943, two years before the Nuremberg trials, orchestrated a food shortage in India that killed three million people. Who pays for that crime? Nobody. Nobody. Not the British Crown, not the British Prime Ministership, nobody. But they were there in Nuremberg trying Hitler's people for crimes against humanity. While the crimes that they had orchestrated against humanity, the crimes by which they taught Hitler and shaped him to become who he was, nobody paid attention to those. So, but who, the question here is who is the perpetrator of the act and who is the victim? And just like the judge in the, in the, in the Rittenhouse trial refused to call those two young men victims, that is the same way that this socioculture of Britain, France, the United States, um, Germany, Holland, Portugal, and all the rest of them, that's how they have refused to call their victims in North America, in South America, Australia, Africa, and Asia. That's how they refused to call those whom they perpetrated these violent acts against, they also refused to call them victims. Same thing. And that is why I'm saying, if we understand that history, if we look at that history, we would know what to expect. Or, better yet, we would know what not to expect. And we should not expect, no matter what we see, we should not expect a guilty verdict in any of these two trials. If it happens, well, so be it. But we should not expect. And this is where I have a problem with people telling me, black people telling me, that the quest for black liberation is not necessary. I got a serious problem with that. That's my thought.
Yeah, folks, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Very interesting, very interesting. And um, Dennis, you want to go first? And then you're well, up, you can give up. Yes, thank, thank you. Uh, uh, Newsflash for Leon. Manchester United has just been dropped four goals to one. Manchester United oh, only losing it. So, anyway. I, I, I only care about Liverpool, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm telling Omel. I'm telling Omel that. <laughs> Omel, Omel, don't lose that, Omel. Chelsea and Liverpool are the only teams that have only lost one match in the in, in the, the competition so far. So just don't lose that. They're still up there a bit. Okay. Well, thank you once again for uh, joining us today you know, the panelists and listeners, and uh, we look forward to having your company tomorrow, Sunday, for the cricket show. And, of course, if you have time while you're cooking the Sunday dinner or breakfast, you know, tune in to the commentary for the South Florida Cricket League Cup final down there. Thank you, and I will see you on the radio tomorrow. Yeah, I was saying, I was saying to Dennis, is he, he's singing words recording. But for whom to listen to? Another wonderful show. I enjoyed it immensely, and I hope the fans around the world have done the same. Uh, just to remind the folks that at 10.30, we will be on live to bring you that ball-by-ball commentary. And you heard the, the, the details about the, the personnel who are going to be participating tomorrow, so don't you miss it. 10 30 live. And we probably have another show in the if, if the match doesn't conclude by 3 o'clock. But um, we'll try our best. Thanks again, Ivan. Have a blessed day, all. And see you on the radio tomorrow. God's will. Parting words for the folks. Colonel, come on in. Your parting yeah. words. Huh? Your parting words. We're ending the show. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I wasn't hearing you for a little while there. Well, okay, there is, you know, there is a lot to be said and there's a lot, the lot has been said and there's a lot more to be said. And I'm sure that, you know, I am hoping that people would keep the conversation going and keep it on the right path, keep striking the right notes, and not be deceived by sound bites and misrepresentations, innuendo, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I tried to play my part in conveying my understanding of what's happening in the social environment. I'm hoping that you can, you understand me, 
even if you don't agree with me, and I enjoy doing that. So next week, I'll be back here again to join you for another thought on the entertainment show. Until then, have a great week. But on behalf of everyone, we just want to say um, thanks to Phil for coming through, Matrice, Lynette, um, <coughs> Debbie, and Dawn. <coughs> mm, that's why we decided he's going to come by <coughs> and do its thing. But um, Leon, of course, doing triple duty, uh, pastor, sportscaster, and of course, the book of the Bible, and uh, would participate in the ongoing topics. And um, we have... Well, I'm getting, getting up in his PJs. A message coming through for Leon from... Oh, go ahead. A message coming through for Leon from Omer. Tell Leon, congratulations. But it's still early days yet. (laughs) (laughs) I see so right. I see so right. I don't know that one bit. So right. Okay. All right, everyone, folks. 11.10.30... In the morning, we hope to, for you to join us for some ball-by-ball commentary. And I hope to hear you. We can get you online as well. Technology can afford that. You don't have to be on, on, on site. We'll have some some videos for you as well. So, of course, you guys can come on in and comment. Until then, folks, Matthew, what do you have to tell the people? Where we will meet officially on a Sunday. <laughs> and I think- well, oh, okay. I did enjoy the show this morning. And you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning, and we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, six to nine p.m. So come on, come oh, on, right. tell your neighbor we are on six p.m. to nine p.m. on Sunday. So on that note, I have bid you farewell. So long until. Not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, tomorrow at 1030. That's when we will meet here again on the Cricket Show. Folks, may the rest of the day be the best of your day. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it.